This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Good morning, everybody. I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for November 14th, episode 2058, brought to you by Horselovers.com. Good morning, Horse World. Everybody up, rise and shine. It's a new day. It's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Here we can go again. Oh, well, we have some exciting announcement for you regarding Radiothon as far as guests are concerned. But first, I only have 10 slots left for voicemails. So if you want to enter to win the $4,000 in prizes, probably over that now, uh, you have to, you have like, you better get to it today and send your voicemail in. Then the only other way you could win is to call in on Radiothon Day, and that enters you as well. But if you want to get your entry in now, I would do it today. Go to HolidayRadiothon.com and click on where it says how to win. But we have some announcements as far as guests are concerned on Horses in the Morning, the two hours in the morning, and we're very excited, aren't we? Yes, we are. We are talking to, on Radiothon, Tick Maynard and Sinead Halpin. Tick is a uh, horse trainer extraordinaire. He's won the makeover a couple times. And uh, Sinead Halpin is his four-star eventing wife. And they have a new baby who may, may or may not make an appearance. By I, when you say new, you mean month old. <laughs> it's yeah, very like, new. I think he's two months old right now. Yeah, baby <laughs> Brooks baby. is his name. Uh, then Vicki Wilson is going to be joining us. I'm so excited about this. I met Vicki, of course, at Road to the Horse. She has a very popular TV show in New Zealand with her sisters. They train wild horses all over the world, really. They've trained all kinds of wild horses. And they're show jumpers and just do it all. They're like the the amazing sisters. And as I said, they Didn't have a very... Did she po- win Road to yes. the Horse? Yep, okay. she did. And one has won almost every other starting competition there is in the world. Plus, she's a champion show jumper, Grand Prix level. And they have a very popular TV show, mainstream TV show in New Zealand. But it's about horses. Get that. Mainstream about horses. Yep, that doesn't, wouldn't happen here. So we're very excited. Vicki Wilson's going to be joining us. Then we're also going to have Peggy Rowe, the author of a new book. And uh, what's it? I know the secondary title what's the the first title yeah i knew you were gonna ask that <laughs> Stor- oh stories about my mom yes uh, and and it's basically a baseball and horses book and if peggy Rowe may sound familiar it's mike Rowe's mom i i mean how cool is that the i am such a huge fan of mike Rowe, and he just continues to he just does not disappoint and this is his mom and she wrote a book and i just saw a video he posted yesterday where they're standing up outside of a Walmart because <laughs> her book is now in Walmart. So we're going to talk to her about that and Christmas time with, with the row boys, I believe he has some brothers. So Peggy Rowe will be on. 
Yeah, that's terrific. And Isabel D'Souza, you might recognize that name because she's the one that owns and rides and trains Cosmic One. And she's going to come on and give us Cosmic One's New Year's wish. And didn't Cosmic One just get sure. done with the yeah, he just, makeover? I think he came in fourth in show jumping or hunters or something like that. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure his wish is going to be that he wants to come and live in Oklahoma. <laughs> Where it's warm and sunny and no ice at all. <laughs> hey, the good news is we had our first freeze today. Aside from snow uh, on Monday, that didn't freeze the ground. Today, the ground froze. And the good news is maybe finally I can stop picking ticks off my horses. Where the <laughs> hell did I move? Why? Snow, ticks, <sighs> wind, cold, tornadoes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Why did you move? I'm just I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, it's sunny and 85 here in Florida today, uh, and Jemmy's going to tell us what's coming up on today's show. That was just mean, Glenn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I realize that. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, on today's show, in our Horse Health Report, guest Dr. Douglas Tall, DVM and creator of the Horse Size Vet Guide, joins us to talk about equine colitis. We catch up with author Jean Abernathy. She tell us, tells us all about her new book with Fergus, the world's most popular cartoon horse. Sally from Heels Down joins in, which I always look forward to, and we'll bring you the latest in equestrian first world problems. So you don't want to miss any of it. It's a packed show as always today, guys. And speaking today, today is Loosen Up, Lighten Up Day. And if any of you are having trouble with that, don't fret. Because it is also National American Teddy Bear Day and National Spicy Guacamole, Guacamole Day. So give a teddy bear a good squeeze, eat some chips and guac, and lighten up. <laughs> and if There's anybody. A lot of days. <laughs> That's like one of those studies show things. Like somebody's paying for that. Yes. Like somehow money went <laughs> totally. to that. And it's not Guacamole Day, it's Spicy, spicy Guacamole, guacamole Day. day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guacamole day is a whole nother thing. <laughs> <laughs> and if, the land guacamole day is tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tomorrow's Alka-Seltzer day. All right. <laughs> it's daily winning time. Uh, this is, uh, is one of these. Auditor Christine's birthday today. Happy birthday, Christine. And also, we want to welcome some new auditors, Shannon Brooks, Meta Jeffries, Iphigenia. Iphigenia. Iphigenia Tuss, which has to be a name that you would read in a book. Iphigenia Tuss. That has to be the best name of any auditor we have. Uh, 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 and also, Eliza Sky Barton. Alicia. Alicia? Is it Alicia? Alicia <laughs> Sky Barton and Diane Snell. I don't know why, Jimmy, he continues to try to read names. I, I, mean, I should just give you Alicia. the new auditors like, and let you read the Shannon, new Meta, Eugenia, Alicia. <laughs> there was a tough name. There's some different names in this batch, though. Thank you guys. Love you would deny a doubt fire. <laughs> So if you uh, if you are a brand new auditor and you haven't signed up to be in the auditor room yet on Facebook, search for HRN Auditors and just ask to join and we'll we'll let you in. And if you want to become an auditor, just go to horsesinthemorning.com, click on the auditor banner and for as little as a dollar a month, you can do that too. (laughs) 
All right, this godforsaken place I'm living. Let's see. Monday was like icy snow. Yesterday was a high of like 24 or something stupid. And then last night, guess what the low was? 19. In the midst of all of that, I found a veterinarian and my appointment to float teeth was yesterday. That's right. In 24 degree weather. Well, God love her. Her name is Dr. White. She showed up. And of course I said, we are not floating teeth. It is too cold. Your speculum will freeze to the horse's <laughs> cheek. Uh, it'd be a disaster. So we didn't float any teeth, but she did sit down, came out. This is like, so Oklahoma. I'm like, Hey, I just put a, put a fresh pot on. You want to come on in, sit down. She's like, sure. I'll come on. She's not Southern at all, but I'm going to pretend she is. <laughs> I was just going to sure, say, I'll I, didn't, I didn't know they had Southern accents in Oklahoma. <laughs> they do. You said a spell and she's, she's like from, I don't know, somewhere up North. So, <laughs> so um, I think she's from St. Louis. So no accent whatsoever. She comes in and says, come on, sit down. I just put on a fresh pot. She's like, all right, y'all, I'll come on and sit down as well. And then, so we sit down we start talking and we talk about hay and parasites and feeding cycles and weather patterns and colic and all sorts of things. And I swear to you, this woman just sat down and talked to me for like two hours and answered every one of my questions. She was Awesome, and I have a veterinarian now. Yay! And you got a veterinarian she, to sit down and talk to you for two hours? Well, she's like, I had booked all this time to float teeth, uh, but gotcha. she was going to float Pink's teeth, um, and I set the appointment, and she was like, yeah, that's no problem, but she came out, and she's like, oh, she's pregnant? Yeah, I thought you just said she was a broodmare. Pregnant, I can't float the teeth, I guess. If you float a pregnant mare's teeth, and... You know, nicks and scrapes on their cheeks. Bacteria gets in there and oh. can travel down to the placenta. I, I was like, me neither. Huh. So it's interesting. So poor Pink will have to just chew sideways until this baby comes. <laughs> 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 Sorry about your luck there, honey. I don't know what to do. Uh, but she checked out the other horses and uh, she was just really great. Like she went over every one of the horses, met them all and got to know them. I was like, this is a bizarre thing. And then she lives in Purcell, Oklahoma, which is like 45 minutes away. And, and so she said to him, I was like, oh my God, this trip charge is going to kill me. And the trip charge was 50 bucks. And I'm like 45 to 50 minutes away from her. Yeah, that's like, pretty cheap. I go, wow, that's really a great price for the trip charge that long. She was like, wow, you're the first person to say that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> our vets used to drive four miles and charge $90. So that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but now she charged you two thousand, a thousand an hour for the two that she was there. So. <laughs> I was pretty surprised. It was like twenty bucks at each exam. Uh, it was really cheap. Chad actually looked at it, and for the first time ever, Chad looked at a vet bill, and he goes, "That's it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of never happens. <laughs> <laughs> that and, never uh, happens. Yeah, thanks to the auditors, by the way, they're my other daily Winnie because um, half the money you guys give goes back to the hosts and. I was just complaining about how cold it is and my horses need new blankets. I don't have any heavy weights. I have sheets and medium weight because I lived in Phoenix. And so he's like, well, I mean, just figure out what you need. And I was like, I need at least three like heavyweight high neck blankets for the two thoroughbreds and for Zara. The other ones are old and most of my horses have Cushing's disease. So their hair's really long. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine. Um, but he said, okay, we'll get three. And then I open the check and the auditor money is going to pay for my blankets. So 
Yeah, they, and, and thanks to the auditors who corrected their credit card issues and all of that it, uh, and fixed it up because it really did it did jump this month. So thanks for, for all of them for doing that as well. Uh, and I wanted to make a programming note here before we get to our first guest who is ready, is that on Friday we're going to be starting the live show a little bit late because we have an interview to do with Mike Rose Mom. So we're actually doing the Radiothon interview Friday morning, but we, we have to do it right before the show. So we're going to be starting a little bit late. When you He's get, got people. Yeah, when you we get big celebrities, you have to do it when you can do it. So, uh, <sighs> so we'll probably be starting maybe at uh, 10.15 Eastern on Friday, uh, but still get your, your entries in. In for really bad ads. All right, we're ready. All right, fantastic. Well, we've got Dr. Thal from Horse Side Vet Guide, who, Glenn, I don't know if you remember, of course you do. Uh, they were a sponsor of ours several years ago when they were kickstarting this. I looked it app up that they have five Good years ago in 2013. <laughs> wow. And they're still going, and so are we. So look at that. Good morning, <laughs> Dr. Thal. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Fantastic. Thank you so much. Is it Thal or Thal? I don't know. I was guessing. It's Thal. Thal. See, I was right. Thal. Just yeah. gotta own it. Well, how, how are things over at Horse Side Vet Guide? Well, things are pretty good. You know, I spend a lot of my time working in the veterinary practice, Thal Equine, which is my equine hospital in New Mexico. But I, I do continue to work on Horse Side Vet Guide, which is a project that we think is very important and useful for for horse people. Uh, we've got uh, downloads of the app in 70 countries, and it's the most highly rated equine health app in the world. So very pleased with that. Um, but it is an ongoing project, and we're hoping to make it even better. Tell everybody a little bit about it, what it does. Well, in 2011, I, I realized that people were um, I thought basing their actions, their treatments, um, and, and their management of their horses on information that might not be that reliable. What? And so I started to, <laughs> the information, the web, the web stuff, the internet stuff, Dr. Google can be, can sometimes be misleading. Of course, there's a ton of great information out there, but separating that can be, um, can be difficult. So I started assembling this information, the conversations that I have with my uh, horse-owning clients and, and other equestrians. Um, and I worked on it over years and assembled it into a huge database, which is free online, and then um, it works offline in the app. And so it's all on your phone, and there are videos, how-to videos. There are, there are illustrations that we've made. There are 800 well, actually, currently visible 670 observations. So for every for every call that I've ever gotten, I've tried to make sort of my response and, and relate it to all the possibilities. So it's this really, it's a neat resource. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad that people are finding it as useful as they are. That's fantastic. Yeah, I have it on my phone as well. And well, what we're going to talk to you today actually comes from a listener of ours who was having trouble, is having trouble with a horse of hers that's having loose bowels. And so what you are going to talk to us today uh, about is colitis or inflammation of the colon. Talk to us a little bit about what colitis is and why it happens. 
Well, I mean, you first have to understand a bit about the equine gut and understand how it's different from ours. Um, People have a relatively small colon. The colon is the last part of the gastrointestinal tract. But in horses, it's it's a really, really important organ. Horses are known as hindgut fermenters, um, meaning that unlike a unlike a cow that takes grass and turns it into usable nutrients in the foregut or the rumen, the front part of the intestine, uh, horses do that in their hindgut or colon. And and a horse's colon, a thousand pound horse has a colon that's that's a double horseshoe shape, really bizarre looking organ. It it takes up a big part of the of the barrel of a horse and it can weigh, you know, in a thousand pound horse full, it may weigh 150 pounds or over a hundred pounds anyway. In a big warm blood or draft horse, it can be, you know, several hundred pounds. Um so so that organ, if it becomes upset, irritated, inflamed, it has a drastic effect on the horse. Um, and so that's one way to think of the of how profound colitis is in the horse as compared to some other species. Um, there are a lot of causes of colitis, just about anything that that damages or interrupts the, the function of the colon um, causes it to start secreting uh, uh, and not absorbing water, which is one of its primary roles. And so the, the manure becomes loose and can become pure diarrhea in a bad case. Okay. So colon, the, the colon doesn't absorb the water. So it just leaves the water in there and then they poop and the water comes out and the fecal balls haven't formed. And so it just comes out as watery poop. Interesting. I, right. I don't know if I knew that. Go right. ahead. Sorry. <laughs> No, that's that's exactly right. And um, watery, loose manure is not necessarily a, a huge problem in a horse. Um, you know, soft manure, but when it becomes watery, it's uh, it's it, it should be considered a veterinary emergency in the adult horse. And a lot of people don't realize that. The problem is that horses um, lose massive quantities of electrolytes, water protein um, and a variety of really vital um, uh, uh, components from the blood and that are that are lost into the GI tract and then and then they become very ill very fast and um, so people often wait they think oh well maybe this diarrhea just like in a human will will clear up but um, but horses just don't manage it well at all in most cases they go off their feed a lot of times they'll, they'll stop drinking now i have a question um, i'm sorry i have a horse uh, of mine that every time we would get new hay which is just an unfortunate part of how i when i lived in arizona we get 10 bales at a time from the local feed store local feed store always got it from the same source but every time it was like a different truckload and i have one senior horse that would always get diarrhea kind of right after he would change uh, the hay. And so what I'm reading here is it's due to a rapid feed changer. It can be uh, the normal bacteria flora due to a rapid feed change. Is that the case? And if so, how do you fix that? 
Well, number one, you don't, as I said, you don't necessarily worry about a little soft stool um, in, a, in a feed change situation. You always try to make your changes slowly. So probably the, the only thing that you could do in that situation that's really reasonable is just make the transition slowly. Um, if the horse gets a little loose manure, a little soft manure, it's not the end of the world. But but that might be a, um, a hint that that, that same horse... Uh, it might be prone to a more severe gastrointestinal upset and, and really severe colitis. The, what people don't realize too, and a key part of the fun- function of the colon is, um, is this uh, massive um, uh, flora that they have. So they have more bacterial and protozoal cells in the colon of a healthy, normal horse than in the entire body. Uh, the horse's own cells. So it's this intricate ecology of, um, of bacteria and protozoa. And if they're disrupted by anything, then it, it may take them a while to adjust. Um, but little changes in balance also can cause really, really profound, um, profound changes in the function of the colon. And then another way that they can do it is, oh, your horse, uh, this has never happened to me, but I mean, I know somebody who one time their horse escaped all the time and then go straight to the feed room and ripped the feed room door off and then ate all the feed. Uh, so another reason they can get cold. I mean, that wasn't my horse. I just know somebody who had that happen. Um, <laughs> but that also overeating and grain overload can also lead to colitis as well. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, grain itself um, causes, uh, in its breakdown, causes a very acidic um, situation in the GI tract that that throws off uh, the flora and, you know, a variety of sort of a cascade of events take place, you know, in a big grain overload. And ultimately, of course, one of the one of the main sequelae of that is laminitis, you know, and, 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 and colitis, whenever you've got a horse that's got a breakdown in the barrier of the GI tract and has diarrhea, one of the really scary uh, potential sequels to, uh, to that is laminitis. And so in the mm-hmm. horses that we treat, one of the things we're always trying to prevent, you know, one thing that I didn't mention too, is that, you know, there's, we think of, we're, we know of a handful of bacterial causes of bacterial colitis. You hear about salmonella, you hear about clostridium. Potomac horse fever um, is one in certain parts of the United States that's, that can be fairly common. That's caused by a, it's caused by a protozoal organism. And, um, and uh, then of course, I think sand accumulation is another potential cause and, and something that, that people have a great deal of control over and something that everybody should be aware of. Uh, sand can be a really, uh, really huge problem. It doesn't cause necessarily just the overwhelming colitis, but horses get diarrhea with it. And until you clear the sand, you can have a, um, a real problem from it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That was something else that we dealt with in Arizona as well was the taking in of sand and, and, and loose manure. So it kind of went hand in hand. Now there have got to be a way, there's got to be a way we can fix this. So let's talk a little bit about treatment. Okay. Well, you know, treatment, of course, as I said, colitis, just inflammation of the colon is, is caused by so many different things. And number one, we try to get at the, at the, 
the, the initial cause and, and the initial cause and the, and the condition causing the colitis is going to help determine how we treat it. But there are mm-hmm. certain, there are certain um, uh, uh, treatments that we use across the boards that, especially in a very sick horse, and of course, colitis can be, can be really life-threatening. IV fluids are the cornerstone of treatment for really severe colitis. So, you know, if you've got a horse that's got pro- propulsile uh, liquid diarrhea and and is in shock, then the only way to save that horse is going to be in a hospital setting with intravenous fluids and a whole lot of other medications. Now, Whether we stop, because as a vet tech, we, as a vet tech, we would call that, Glenn, are you having some breakfast? We would call that painting the walls. Expulsive And diarrhea, welcome to Sexy Talk Wednesday for <laughs> Horses in the Morning. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they do. And, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's a, they need to be in an isolation situation. We've got a little isolation barn here that we, um, that we use for those horses and we gown up and glove up and boot up and go in there and, and, uh, look more like astronauts than anything as we're working on those horses and trying to keep clean and prevent for prevent infection of other horses on the premise. Ugh. Um, but it's, uh, but salmon, you know, salmonella is a classic that uh, that can potentially be transmitted horse to horse. Um, uh, Potomac horse fever has this really odd life cycle that involves mayflies and snails, and and uh, and, and is a is definitely a, related to uh, an aquatic environment nearby. Um, but back to treatment for a second. So IV fluids are cornerstone uh, to keep blood pressure up. They lose tons of protein. They'll develop a huge plaque of swelling on their belly and their legs will swell up because they lose massive amounts of protein into their GI tract. And, um, and so we end up having to give many of them plasma and, um, and what are called colloids, which are molecules that act like a sponge to kind of hold fluid within the blood vessels because it's really hard to keep their blood pressure up. Um, but it can be quite a huge uh, effort. It can, it's the, in, in my practice, it's the next most expensive service that we provide after colic surgery. Um, it's, uh, it, you know, we have horses that leave that, that we save after a week or 10 days of hospitalization. The bill can be five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000, just depending upon what's involved. And so... Um, so yeah, it's a really serious problem, and probably the most important message is understanding some of the some of the ways that that horse people can can minimize uh, triggers for colitis. You know, making slow feet changes, avoiding uh, using good biosecurity where possible, um, uh, not sharing feeders with strange horses, et cetera, and waters. Um, uh, thinking about Potomac horse fever and 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 trying to prevent that um, in areas where it's endemic sand. So all these things are opportunities to try to minimize the likelihood of this. But in some cases, it's like it's like colic or lightning strike for that matter. I mean, in some cases, it's just almost an intestinal accident just going to happen. And um, mm-hmm. you just need to realize that when you see a horse with bad diarrhea, and especially if they stop eating or it lasts more than one or two piles, you need to be in touch with your vet. It's perfect. With people, colitis is one of those things that doctors, I think, sometimes use when they don't know what else is wrong. Oh, it's colitis. You know, it's irritable bowel. Um, does that happen with right. horses, too? Is it kind of a catch-all, or is it easier to say, okay, this is colitis? 
Well, um, it, it, it can be. Anytime we have diarrhea in the horse, we, we immediately associate it with the, the diagnosis of colitis. Actually defining colitis would require, we use the ultrasound to look at the wall thickness of the, of the large colon and the cecum. Uh, it can it can tell us whether there's swelling there um, that could indicate inflammation, so that in a, in a way could define it as colitis in a very in a very rough um, sense. But really, I mean the the, the definition requires almost a, almost a microscopic diagnosis of cells migrating into the intestinal wall and all the changes we see in inflammation. So yes, I mean we make some assumptions when we see a horse with diarrhea that. Uh, that the large colon is not functioning properly. And and in most cases it's because of colitis. I didn't, there's also one other thing I I didn't mention about cause. And that is the so-called right dorsal colitis, which is associated with, with uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. So butanamine, we've got to be kind of careful with those drugs and use them under veterinary supervision. Mm -hmm. Um, They cause a very particular cause of a very particular type of, colitis that, that especially affects one segment, the right dorsal colon. And we can see that with the ultrasound. It's a very interesting and strange um, uh, phenomenon that we see. And see, that's what's beautiful about your equine veterinarian versus your general practice doctor. Glenn, you can go to the doctor and they'll go, oh, we got to send you a referral. And then it takes, you know, eight days to get an appointment, to get an ultrasound, you know, where your vet has all of that in their truck. They come to your house, right. and do boom, 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 get all of that diagnostics done. Uh, so that's where it's a little bit different with a, a veterinarian versus just a regular doctor. So Dr. Thought, where can people find you um, aside from horse side vet guide? which everybody should go download as an app, uh, where can they find you in your clinic? Well, I have a, I have an equine hospital south of Santa Fe, New Mexico. It's a, it's a referral hospital. I, I work with a lot of vets in the area and, um, and we're one of the only hospitals that, that does the kind of work that we do. Um, it's just a bit south of Santa Fe. It's fairly easy access from Albuquerque in southern southern and northern New Mexico. We get and referrals it's beautiful. from southern Colorado. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's pretty country. We got snow on the ground here right now, which people say is well, New Mexico. It's a desert, isn't it? Well, New Mexico is just like many states. It's a very varied environment, and here we're at almost seven thousand feet, so we get a fair amount of snow and cold weather. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. Uh, what is the name of the clinic? Sorry. It's called Fall Equine. We have a website, fallequine.com. But really what I want to encourage people to do is use Horseside Vet Guide because it's a free website. We're in the process of of um, improving it. It's, it's, um, oh, it's a pretty amazing world of equine health information. So please check it out. And, and if you can, uh, get the app as well. Um, it's a it's a five dollar app. It's basically the cost of a cup of coffee. It's got. I've been in practice twenty five years, and just about everything I've ever said to a to a horse owner is somewhere in that thing. And so, <laughs> there's That's a lot awesome. of information there, and it, it it talks about how to interact with your veterinarian and what to expect of your vet. It's not about trying to make a diagnosis yourself. It's knowing your own limitations, trying to build your own skills, and work with your vet. 
It's uh, it's the appropriate way. The appropriate Dr. Google. Horse side vet guide. <laughs> Go get the app. Check the website out. Thank you, Dr. Tolley. We'll talk to you again. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a great day, you too. Bye-bye. All right. Are we done talking diarrhea here this morning? I'm sorry. I know you get grossed <laughs> out, but I am fascinated by all these segments. I, just I knew you were going to go to the explosive diarrhea eventually. I knew that was just coming. I just Paint uh... the walls, baby. Oh, he's painting the walls now. Watch out. <laughs> uh, we had one horse that had that, and it was not fun at all. Uh, talk about get the pressure washer out after it's done. That's for sure. Hey, Ugh. work at a vet clinic where you have to bleach the walls. That's fun. Get the pressure washer out and then scrub with bleach. Uh, and tell me how well you smell, you know, anything after that. <laughs> no it's date murdered. that night. Just kills your nose. No. <laughs> All right. Horselovers.com is proud to sponsor, sponsor this diarrhea episode of Horses in the Morning. <laughs> I do have some uh, offers that we're allowed to give out to our Horses in the Morning listeners pre-Radiothon. These are actually Radiothon offers, but they said I could offer them out to you guys first. So here we go. Now, you're going to need a paper and pencil because we're not allowed to put them on Facebook. This is only for listeners. So get your paper and pencil out right now and write down. It's pretty simple. If you have an order of $49 or more, Put in the coupon code RADIO in the coupon code box, and you're going to get a free Christmas stocking of Mrs. Pasture's Christmas cookies. So we, uh, geez, Mrs. Pasture's came out with their stockings back when we had our store, and we used to send them out by the hundreds, it seemed like, and they're still doing the Christmas stockings. So you're going to get a free Christmas stocking for your horsey with every order over $49. Just put RADIO in the coupon code box. Now, if your order ends up being over $99, which at Christmas time it probably will, then put HRN in the coupon box and you'll get $10 off your order instantly. So it'll help cover shipping and all of that. So put uh, 10 or put HRN for an order over $99 at horseloverswithaz.com and you'll get $10 off your order instantly. And their Christmas specials are starting right now on their website and they change every day and they run all the way through the holidays. So horseloverswithaz.com. All right, let's go to our next guest. She's a good friend of ours, and she's been on the show many times, and she is one of the most popular equine artists in the horse world, and you know her because of her horsey that she draws, and his name is Fergus. Hi, Jean Abernathy. How are you? Hello, Glenn. I am well, thank you, and I hope you are, too. Yes, we are. It's always fun because we know it's coming around Christmas time and Radiothon time because we have you on. What fun it is, eh? <laughs> you just got done up at, where were you, in Massachusetts? Yes, I was at Equine Affairs Springfield. How was that? Is it was what it as fun packed as usual? <laughs> it's crazy busy. It was awesome. Yeah. It was wall to wall. Yeah, what fun. And I saw you met Santa Claus. Uh, you posted a picture. Santa Claus. Who'd have thunk? Here I am signing books and this gentleman walks up to me in plaid shirt and jeans with all the white whiskers. He had all the right parts and yes, his name is Santa Paul. What a joy that was. <laughs> Well, it's good you got to meet him up there. You have a new book out for the holidays, and I'm going to talk a little bit about what you're donating for Radiothon too, because it's probably the coolest. Uh, it's probably the coolest prize we're giving away that day. But you have a new book out. I have it right here. 
right here in my hand, and it's Fergus and the Night Before Christmas. You did a Fergus Christmas book. We did. Yes, it's absolute, utter silliness. I haven't had so much fun making a book since uh, last year's book. <laughs> this book is so much fun, and I don't want to give it away, but let's just say that Fergus is involved. It, the book is The Night Before Christmas, and it's The Night Before Christmas story, sort of, because Fergus had to get involved. So, changes the Fergus story a bit. Fergus to get involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his pals. Yeah. Oh, and that sleigh. Had a blast inventing that sleigh. You, you did all the drawings sleigh. in this book? Yes, I did. Wow. I mean, this this is probably, uh, uh, you know, I don't tell you this every time, but this is probably your best work. It really is. Uh, the colors in here well, are unbelievable. You, yeah, it's, oh, it's yummy fun coming up with that. It's so pretty and wintry. And, you know, being, being Canadian born and bred, I just love the wintertime and how pretty the snow makes everything. So to be able to incorporate that in the illustrations was yummy fun. Do you do the illustrations first and then the text, or do you do it the other way? It kind of comes together at the same time. I mean, uh, given that this is a spoof on the older poem, I, I basically, in text, I reinvented what was already there. And uh, then, you know, designing the illustrations just came hand in hand with that, and you know, the, the constant striving of how can I make it as silly as possible so that there'd be lots of giggles in it. And, uh, it uh, was. And, and lots of tiny little details. <laughs> it <Yeah>. was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. That is my objective. <laughs> and you know what's so cool about your I, books uh, is they're really, I mean, you would look at this and think kid's book, but adults love Fergus. So I bet you sell as many of these to adults as you do kids. Is that true? Like when you were just out doing the signings, is, do you find that people have been with Fergus for years and they're coming up to you? Yeah. A lot of grandparents want these for their little ones. And uh, as with the following two, the greener grass and the horse to be reckoned with, on the back of each of those, we put recommended for ages 5 to 95. That's what and, it says. You know, like the dogs teach us, you're never too old to be playful. That's true. So I don't want to say this is this is for a particular age group. Yet what can I say? Dr. Seuss is my hero. I want it to be nutty fun for everybody, regardless of what stage in life you're at. And I, I will give a tiny bit of a spoiler, but it's on the cover, that the horses have kind of um, taken over from the reindeer in this particular book. So that adds a lot of fun to it. It's really good. It's going to be a great stocking stuffer. If you're looking for something fun for kids or adults, it doesn't matter if you're a horse person, you're going to love this book. It's called Fergus and the Night Before Christmas, and it's available now everywhere, right? Yes, it is. It's on Amazon. Uh, it's, it's in the major bookstore chains, as far as I know, and uh, a lot of independent retailers as well. And it's fifteen ninety five is the retail on it, so go check it out today. We'll that, put a link. That is correct. We'll put a link to it uh, also. And your website is geneabernathy dot com, right? Yes, that is correct. Now let's talk about what you're giving away for Radiothon because we've never done this before, and I think this is so much fun. Uh, and we're going to do this in, in one of the first two hours in, during Horses in the Morning. Is you're giving away a custom drawing? So tell everybody about what you're going to do. Yes, sir. I'm going to I'm going to offer 
for the winner to send a good, clear photograph of their horse with space in the photo for another being. And I'm going to give them a Fergus, a Fergus photo bomb. I'm going to draw Fergus into their picture so their, their horse can enjoy the company of my <laughs> Isn't that cool? googly-eyed bay. And I've seen other pictures you've done of this, and it's really cool. You really do incorporate them into the picture so that they're part of the part of the photo. And this will be something that you can hang on your wall and keep forever. It's such a cool idea. And I don't, again, I don't know that we've ever had kind of this kind of custom thing before. And it'll be one of a kind, that's for sure. Well, that would be fun. You know, we could we could get Fergus and Scooter going tandem, Glenn. <laughs> we could. Scooter would like that. <laughs> Why not do that? <laughs> I think you, if you know what? I bet Fergus would kick Stu's ass. I do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. I think so. Depending well, on how he's feeling that day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a lot. It's so much fun, Gene, and we really appreciate your support over the years and you being part of the show. Uh, and everybody needs to go out. We're going to be giving away one of the Fergus books on on Radiothon Day too, but you can't count on that. You don't know if you're going to win that or not. And you know, if you've got four or five kids in your life, get them each one. These are collector's items. I don't give these away. I don't give my copies away. I, I actually told Gene, you have to send me another one because I have all the Fergus ones lined up here and I never give these away. So uh, these are staying with me forever. Thank you, Glenn. Well, thank you. <laughs> that means a great deal to me. Truly, it does. Yeah, most books I give away, but these, I don't give these away. I keep these. And you didn't, you know what else I still have? Last time we were together at an event, we, we were kind of bored. It was the award ceremony, remember? We were kind of bored, oh, and yeah. on a napkin, you drew a Fergus for me, a, custom, mm-hmm. a little Fergus, and signed it, and I still have oh, that. It's on my wall here yeah. in the studio. So <laughs> It's like getting a Picasso. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jean. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. All right. And, take- uh, Glenn, if you ever need to hook up 11 horses in tandem... Give me a call because I have figured out the harness. Oh, cool. You know, I actually, what was so funny is, you, Benny, you mentioned that because I was looking at this book and I was kind of looking at the harness going, I got to talk to Dr. Wendy, oh. but I think you got this pretty pretty right on being a driver. I'm, I was looking and going, I think you nailed this. Well, you know, how many times have you seen a Christmas card of in the picture of a horse pulling a sleigh and the artist clearly had no idea what the harness is supposed to look like or do? And, well, I fixed that this time. This harness would work. It would work. and <laughs> Just saying. It would work <laughs> for tandem especially. And I noticed also, you put collars on all the horses, but you put draft horse collars on the draft horses. And that's something only a horse person would ever know. Oh, yeah. Well, Huey the Clydesdale, he's a Scotsman. You see, he's the one with the Scotch top. Well, he, and, you uh, did. <laughs> and Monique the Percher and being the wheel horse, she's got the britching on. Now, uh, Jamie, there's an artist that knows about horses. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What fun. Thank you, Jean. Take care. Ben, thank you. It's a pleasure to be on the show. All right. The book again is Fergus and the Night Before Christmas. It is really good. (laughs) Any kid should have this book. The the illustrations in here are really good. Just the covers. I can see the cover. It's super cute. And it's, it's like Santa Claus and Fergus is like, the Rudolph, but yes. there's a whole bunch of other horses she drew in there as well, and even a donkey. So it's yeah, really cute. It's really she's she's quite an artist. And and again, I remember she drew that thing for you on the napkin, and you literally acted like it was a Picasso. You're I like, know, oh my because God. I've, I've, I've loved Fergus for all these years, and then she drew me one. I still have it. It's hanging up at the wall of my studio here.
Well, let's uh, let's do this. Uh, let's talk about a little bit about Ovation, and then we're going to come back. We have some equestrian first world problems that we put off, didn't we, from the other day? Yes, okay. we did. Well, we got Leslie Wiley's big announcement news, and I just didn't feel like I should bring it down. Were you no. as surprised as I was? Oh my gosh! She would never want anytime there's a woman that's married that's her age that doesn't have kids, and they say, "I was surprised." You always think, "Oh, she's pregnant." Not once did that cross my mind. <laughs> it didn't cross my mind either. And if you didn't hear that announcement, you want to go to Monday's show and the and uh, go about sixty yes. minutes in, and you'll hear her tell us. And I wrote to her later, and I said, "You shocked us," and she said, "I've been kind of shocking everybody." So <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened when I told to do. I get it, girl. <laughs> People are like, what? You know what my mother said to me, by the way, hashtag mommy issues is last time she was visiting. She's like, wow, I just really didn't think you'd be this good of a mom. <laughs> I think that's a compliment. I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> So wait for that, Leslie. Wait a You'll step hear up, that one. Jamie. Wait a yeah. step up. I just really didn't. And my, I think my father's wife said at one point, we were really worried about you and the baby. <laughs> Ovation <laughs> Riding. Right now, they're having a contest, too. You can enter to win Ovation Riding Equinox breeches and an Equinox quarter zip shirt. The breeches and the shirt feature a plush brushing inside and smooth breeze-resistant surface that retains warmth oh, while wicking yeah. moisture. This is perfect for you. Perfect for cold weather riding. Simply complete the entry form, and you can find a link to that. Go to Ovation Riding on Facebook, and it's their first post right up there. Enter to win their Equinox shirt and breeches. If uh, you know, they're saying. I just one of our one of our listeners said where we where we grew up in Pennsylvania. They're supposed to get a foot of snow tomorrow. You don't get a foot of snow in Pennsylvania this time of year. That's usually a February thing or a January thing. But wow, I mean, that's there's early. something <laughs> weird like some El Nino or La Nina that's jacking up the weather. And the entire country and like the, the East coast, Southeast is getting so much rain. And then we've got the sun. We're freezing to death. And then there's snow Fires going in up California. there. Fires <laughs> in California. The world is ending. And so um, go to ovationriding.com. At least ride comfortably for the rest of your life. That's right. Because the world is ending. <laughs> Ovation riding uh, on Facebook or ovationriding.com. All right. Let's do some equestrian first world problems. I do want you to remember that if you have an equestrian problem, it is a first world problem. I'm sorry. Like I said, life is like people are having fires and things like that. And some of us are freezing to death, but there's some of us who just keep going. And those are those of us who have horses and first world problems. And I'm going to start with Jill. Uh, I'm sorry. This is joy. I'm going to start with. And um, remember, they write their own problems. This is what's really going on in their lives. And some of them, oh my God, like break your heart and like poor joy. So I'm like getting paid to ride a horse over the winter while her owner is in Florida. But now that means I have four horses to ride and they're all mares. <laughs> a good day (laughs) samantha says mud is everywhere i can't get my tractor to pull hay out without ripping up the ground and we can't ride outdoors because it's a swamp and now the indoor arena because we have one of those too um is like 
turned into the warm-up area at a mixed hunter-jumper show. (laughs) All these people trying to ride at the same time in the indoor. Oh, God. Um, I like how she she made it specifically a mixed hunter-jumper show. (laughs) Yeah, mixed. I mean, because hunters and jumpers should not warm up together. Okay. Claire says, my horse and I placed in all of our classes on Saturday. Let me start this over. My horse and I placed in all of our classes on Saturday and we got a halter with every ribbon. And now I have three extra halters that I don't (laughs) need. And they're taking up all my space in my locker. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something right now. Send them to horse and hound rescue in Guthrie, Oklahoma. They really need halters. Uh, <laughs> moving past that, I just sent them like 10 because they had these terrible halters. When I went and adopted Groot, that's where I got Groot from, Glenn, on the side note. Uh, they had they were like, do you have a halter? This is our best one. And it was like this ripped up ratty, gross, nasty. Like It would have been my worst halter. So I sent them a bunch of my Okay, halters. But they could take no offense. <laughs> uh, Morgan says, I have an opportunity to ride in a horse show next weekend, but my daughter's national competitive volleyball team has practice. You know what? Screw the teach daughter. Your daughter yeah. <laughs> teach her to Uber. That's right. There's apps for that. <laughs> my young. At what oh, age is it are you comfortable sending your kids in an Uber? <laughs> I wonder what that it's age five is. Five too young. Because, like, I almost Ubered him. You're ready to ship day. Lucas out? <laughs> hey, this is Juan. He's going to take you to school. <laughs> this nice gentleman's going to take you to school. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pay for the ride with my app. Uh, Sharon says, my young horse was pretty darn good on the trail this weekend. So I might have two good trail horses now. But I can only ride one at a time. God. Your horse is, like, too good. Amanda says... I'm going to start taking riding lessons, but I only have a Western saddle. And how am I supposed to practice what I learned without the right equipment? Horselovers.com. <laughs> have some of everything. Mo says, I think my trainer has actually hidden my stirrups. No stirrup November, baby. <laughs> Your trainer's doing it right. Um, Haley says that she has to ride tomorrow, but it's her dad's birthday and she's going to be too hung over to ride. Send help. Lisa says it's spring here and one minute it's hot and the next minute it's cold. So I can't decide what rugs to put on my ponies. Ah, that is my worst nightmare that I over blanket or over rug my horses and they're sweaty in the morning. I, I like lose sleep over that. That's really hard though for people who do go to work because in the morning they're still cold. It's still cold when you go to work and by noontime it's changing. If you can't go home, it is a tough one. That's a tough it's one. It's really stressful. Yeah. I actually took the blankets off yesterday morning and I was like, ah, I just walked right out and took their blankets off and I went in the house and by the time I got halfway up to the house, I was like, Oh my God, I'm freezing. And it was 21 degrees outside. I'm like, then go try to chase a bunch of horses. You just turned out with blankets off in 21 degree weather, chasing them with blankets, to put them back on. Not going to happen. <laughs> Not going to happen. No, they, they can be hey, cold. Come here. <laughs> I got cookies. Come on. Um, Chelsea says, my husband bought me thermal winter area, tall boots and new leather half chaps for our anniversary. And now I don't know which ones to wear because they're both so pretty. I think you're going to be going with the tall winter boots here after this week. 
and says, my young horse has been tricky to fit a saddle. So now I have three beautiful leather dressage saddles hanging in my tack room. <laughs> you maybe you should uh, test them first. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Megan sent this one in and she said, in parentheses, please read in a Valley Girl accent. So, like, this whole weekend, I got to ride a Lipizzaner gelding while being Katniss Everdeen. And, like, now I really don't want to go to work because, like, all I want to do is go ride and shoot bow and arrows. She took a clinic, like a mounted archery clinic. <laughs> Did you see the pictures of her arms? Oh, she got all bruised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you first learn to shoot bow and arrow, that doesn't go so well. And uh, your arms end up looking like somebody beat you with a board. That actually stopped my bow and arrow career. <laughs> Your arms <laughs> looking all black and my blue. Arms. I was like, <laughs> until I figure out something like to put over my arms. Uh, Jenna says, my goat chewed on the cord to my Apple headphones. So now I have to clean stalls, listening to horses in the morning, using regular earbuds. <laughs> Hello. How are you, Jenna? Hope your earbuds aren't hurting your ears, which might always hurt my ears anyway. It doesn't matter what kind there is. Um, Kimberly says we had our dressage chapter awards banquet today. And for the first time in ages, I had to wear nylons. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to put these things on with barn girl hands? Okay. For those of you who are true barn girls, we can't wear nylons because our leg hair is too long. <laughs> <laughs> and your hands are too rough. You always tear them. Nylons. So. <laughs> I don't care. They make yoga pants now. You don't have to do nylons. <laughs> Rose. Do you uh, think nylon sales in the last twenty years have dropped like eighty nine percent? No, not unless you're, not if you're Spanx, because hello, those things make you look good. <laughs> uh, Kayla says I have to drive eight hours home after being on Tryon for the horse show since Thursday, and I hate being in the truck that long. Even though she finished third out of fifteen and I won money. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks for you. Jenny says, I had to buy new boots because my other ones won't fit with my thick winter socks. Yep. Size up. That's a real world problem right there. Yep. Uh, Kara says, we have to clean 40 stalls and none of our barns have Wi-Fi so we can't listen to music or download podcasts. How do they expect us to work in these conditions? (laughs) You have to do it before you go. That's simple. Listen, I'm living in Oklahoma. I don't even have internet. Yeah, poor Jamie's still going to the in-laws' house to do the show. And I appreciate your dedication with that, but I think unless this gets solved soon, we're going to have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Diane says, my new tech room was delivered, but it takes so long to get everything set up inside. Lindsay has a real problem. She says, I submitted my Radiothon entry, but everyone is going to think that my rocket is Jamie's rocket. And nope, I have the O.R., original rocket dude (laughs) she's super pissed at me for naming my horse rocket but it's rocket and groot hello it's like makes sense she is pissed at you she's posted this a couple times yeah she's really mad Uh, there's somebody else that's mad at us too and uh he sent an entry in and and i'm not going to wait till radiothon to play it i'm going to play it on friday because apparently he's got a real issue with us so we're going to play it on Friday, and we're going to make sure that we acknowledge him. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. We, okay. Sounds good. got a real good. problem, so we ought to deal with it. Are we running out of time? One more? Or One more. Ten more? What do you want? Okay. Chelsea says, it's so cold now. So I have to break in a brand new pair of winter tall boots when I just... Got my brand new summer tall boots broken in. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me 
me They'll just, still I'm be like, there next year. <laughs> I have a cup of coffee and I'm sitting in, in this office here. I'm going to pour a little out for all of our little auditors who are struggling. Yeah, like, they're all going to be struggling a lot more tomorrow with a foot of snow. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, this, uh, before the show, he's like, oh, is it that cold? Oh, it was, it was 19 last night. It's 75 here. Well, I got to say, we're going to get cold tomorrow. We're going down the 60s and at night we're going to be in the 30s. Oh my God! How are you living? Actually, you know what? I feel it because I was you last year. So and then all these people complain about snow, and I'm like, ha ha ha! It's eighty. Now you know, like, we we suffer in the summer, so we can laugh at y'all now. So yeah, that's that's why we do. That's why we do the summer. It is interesting though that all these these eventers are in for the the Ocala three star event that's starting today at the Polo Club, and it's going to get cold. <laughs> so we've I had beautiful weather until today. <laughs> how I'm expected to live without a covered arena. Like what is going, why would he even think I can do this? I, I can't, I just can't. All just right. Can't. Um, oh, Jemmy and I uh, want to just mention too, that uh, the, on the finding Florida show, we hit a year old now and we, we just put out a special uh, finding Florida episode where we look back at the past year and uh, mm-hmm. you know, we give some of the statistics and things and, we d- we did a lot in a year. <laughs> we we, we did shot- a lot. Yeah, we were it was kind of ridiculous. When we did, you all- tell Jimmy about the the? Didn't she go with you to the big cat sanctuary? I did not tell her that story. No, I forgot to tell her that story. I, I what to- story? So there, there's like a cat sanctuary. Oh well, uh, like a a cat big cat park here, an animal park. I drove by it and I was like, hmm, that looks interesting. We're going from Texas to Oklahoma back up to tent home and uh, Googled it. And it turns out that the guy that has run that is currently arrested because he hired a hitman to murder the lady who runs the place in Florida that you guys went to. What? <laughs> is that a story? <laughs> what? And that guy also ran for president and governor. <laughs> this whole jo- I need to do like a side episode of this drama that has been going on in between Oklahoma and the Big Cat Sanctuary down wow. in Florida. And this guy is they call him uh he's his name is Exotic Joe or Joe Exotic. <laughs> Joe Exotic. Google like a stripper name. Joe <laughs> exactly. Because I I I I Googled this thing and I was like Joe Exotic, like Exotic Animal Park or something. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Nope. Uh, he's currently in prison. And mm-hmm. <laughs> he hired somebody. He was like, got somebody to go find him a hitman. And so he goes and meets with this hitman, sits down, and they describe her and give her pictures and everything. And 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 basically, he's like, I want this lady murdered. And turns out he's talking to FBI agent. <laughs> Of course, God. everybody that tries to hire a hitman is hi- is talking to a cop. It's just, yeah. <laughs> watched like Dateline or <laughs> like pay attention. But Jimmy, yeah. if you remember, they talked about the fact that that organization in Tampa is, is really up and up, yeah, and yeah. they do not like the other organizations who take cats in and don't treat them well. Yeah, and, no, they really did talk about that a lot, and yeah, I can see this. I can see this happening. <laughs> Isn't that like crazy? And I just happened to drive by it and Google it. And so I messaged Glenn and like, didn't you go to the big cat sanctuary? Did you meet this? Because when you guys were there was when he was hiring the hit on her. So y'all are lucky to be alive. (laughs) We are. (laughs) Let me ask you a question, Glenn. Would you have dove in front of a bullet for me if it had gone down? Of course I would have. (laughs) I need to push you in front of (laughs) 
off you to get Sucker away. He is the George Costanza of a fire in an old folks' home. What? He be bowling old people down like, get out of the way. He's so right. Although I would have carried your table last night. Well, that would have been very appreciated. Thank you. So, Jemmy goes to this event. Well, tell her, tell everybody what happened because this just says a lot about our race today. Well, <laughs> our human so, race, I mean. Human race. <laughs> no, it's more specifically the male portion of the human race. So, I was at an event. I'll keep the name off of it, but I was at an event, and it was a lot of fun. Great, great people, but it was a fitness-related event, um, and I was asked to exhibit for the Florida Podcast Network, and and in my production podcast production company. So I had a table set up, set up there and everything, but I had to supply my own, my own tables, my own chairs. So I'm carrying all this stuff in. Right. And I'm not like, you know, some wimpy little girl, but at the same time, I'm still a lady. Like I know <laughs> I have a mouth on me, but I'm still a lady. Like, <laughs> you don't know and, that. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. And so all these dudes with their buff biceps and triceps and quads and whatever pecs and glutes and whatever they got going on watching me carry this table and these folding chairs and all this stuff in all this equipment and everything and not one of them offered to help me and i remember right after i finished unloading my car i called glenn i'm like glenn you're a man listen up i'm mad <laughs> I just slid into him i'm like what is wrong and then uh proceeded to do the same thing afterwards because as i uh broke down and and put everything into my car, they didn't offer to help me again. So. Listen, let me tell you something about the people that you were with. They are too busy trying to figure out the next time they need to eat a chicken breast and take their sops. <laughs> okay. I got to take my sops. I can't help that girl because I need to take my sops and have a chicken breast. I'm like, come on. I'm like having to carry it. You know, it's not like the parking lot is right next to where I have to set up. Of course not. That'd be way too, entirely too convenient. You know, it's like, it's, help a girl out. God. Anyways, I'm done. All right, I'm done. <laughs> she was pretty upset about that. All these big muscular uh-huh. guys and not one person. Come on. Can't you lend me a bicep, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Sally from Heels Down. Happy hour in Heels Down Magazine. Hi, Sally. Good morning. Good morning. What's so- up, girl? How are you? Are you so cold? Oh my god, I'm freezing to death. <laughs> I was just looking at your Facebook. <laughs> yeah, where I, I posted Zeus's nose and these icicles hanging <laughs> off of it. Everything is frozen. Life is horrible. Uh, <laughs> and I'm I don't so have my barn yet. That's the yeah, problem. Right. The barn won't be done until like they're saying like January. Oh, what? Are you having heat put in the barn? No, let's not be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That'll change, Sally, between now and January. I don't know. Although the, the I did just read this article about heat, like too much heat in the barn is just like really bad, which I mean, I'm sure everybody knows, but apparently it doesn't have to be that warm in the barn. I don't know. I don't know if I agree yeah, probably with that. keeping it to 85 is not a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've, I've always heard heating a barn is not so good because your horses have a hard time acclimating. You turn them out, they can get sick, blah, blah, blah. I do think really wholeheartedly believe in a heated tech room though. Wow, that's a really, really I am fully supportive of that idea. You yeah. should put that on your Christmas list. I've got, for next I've year. got a I've got a <laughs> long list right now. And if it's not taken care of, 
somebody's going to get a divorce. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of lists, that's what we're talking about today, isn't Yay! it? Yay. Yeah. Can you guys believe it's even that time of year, though? Like, let's just start there. I thought that, I'm I just, still weirded out by it. I just said to Jemmy, can you believe we're almost at the end of the year? It's yeah. like, we're going to be going into 2019 this and then is, 2020. This is what I heard. And I had to Google it to be sure, because I thought this person was lying to me, but he posted on Facebook and he said, here's how long 2018 has been. The movie Black Panther was released this year. Really? Doesn't it seem like it was like forever? Like not this year. I know. And Jemmy's seen it about 85 times. Haven't you, Jemmy? (laughs) My son's birthday party in May, he had a Black Panther party. Okay. I just feel like this was like last year that this movie came out and I, I, I had to Google it. It's true. Yeah, it's been a long year between weather and elections and politics. (laughs) It's just everything. Speaking of, can we have a moment of silence for Stan Lee? You brought it up. Oh, Oh, yes. Okay, I read that and I cried. Like, like I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you, I had to break that news to my son. He was such a Stan Lee fan, and I had to tell him, and it was heartbreaking. I have not told Lucas because he sees him in every movie. He's like, there's Stan Lee. Oh, my gosh. Oh. You brought it up. I did. I know. I'm so sorry. Anyway. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. How do you transition from that? Okay. And that was our moment of silence. Well done. Okay, good. Go. Keep going. Um, yeah. But anyway, the whole point of that whole tangent was that I cannot believe that it's holiday season. But if you are starting to think about, you know, what to get for your horse person in your life or for yourself, you know, for Christmas, treat yourself. Um, we've started to launch our holiday gift guide on our website. We're doing it all virtual, all on the website this year. Um, so I'm really excited. We have two categories or two like lists, small lists of like just really stuff that we've kind of had experience with this year that we thought would really go as go well as a gift. Um, and so we're really excited for you guys to check it out because there's going to be something for kind of everybody and every kind of budget too, which is nice. I got to talk about a couple of them. One is you're recommending Tick Maynard's book in the middle are the horsemen. And we have Tick coming on, uh, along with Sinead as one of our first guests at Radiothon. So so they're so fun. I love them. And, and, and baby Brooks should be there too. That's, that's a must have. You should get, you should get, um, I feel like Tick is funny when he gets around it. Like Zach Brandt is one of his really good guy friends. I feel like that would be a really fun duo to have on a show at some point too. Cause you never know what they're going to say, but anyway, yeah, it's a really good book. Um, I have only, I've only just started it actually, but I've had, we, we actually did a review on our podcast about it not too long ago. And Justine, one of our other co-hosts um, is, was totally blown away by it. So I'm really excited to read about kind of his, life journey which is exciting and jamie read um, it you read the whole thing so did I, you yep. i did and um yeah spoiler alert we already talked to him and he was like what was your favorite part mm-hmm. like he was gonna test me right he was gonna <laughs> let's see what she says and i talked for like five minutes i was yeah. like okay well then all the time you're in germany and then you did it and i was like oh my god then you were over that's working for this person i was like okay yeah cool okay <laughs> Okay, you did read the book. That's right, sucker. I'm not lying. If I didn't read your book, I'll tell you. Oh, no. Like, I have such a stack of books going on at all the time, at all times that I have to, like, if I 
I'm reading a friend's book or somebody that something that somebody recommended, I have to be like really honest because <laughs> it takes me a while sometimes. Well, there are a couple um, other things I saw in here that I hadn't seen before. Here's one that I hadn't seen before, and it's appropriate for all three of you, actually. Uh, <laughs> I know which one you're going to talk Yeah, yeah, about. you know which one. I was talk the about red it. <laughs> wine stain remover. <laughs> so I saw this at a tax store. That's where I discovered this. Really? Yeah, I was at Mary's Tax Store here in San Diego, and at the little at the entrance, they have a bunch of little trinket type horse themed gifts and what have you know odds and ends. And so this was in a little a little box of this big box of of red wine stain remover, and I was like, that is hilarious that you that this person decided to distribute at a tax store. (laughs) It's appropriate. You know what? I mean, if we're going to be honest, I, that's why I switched to vodka because yeah. it's, you know, you spill it and it's clear yeah. and it'll disinfect about anything. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good, I'll just swap that out for a bottle of vodka then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's super easy. I'm not good at cleaning stains. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> I had really, really bad luck, but hopefully um, I won't be spilling any red wine, but I am going to, I did pick up some of this when I was at the tax store because I was like, well, I probably should have some of that on hand. <laughs> I was out for a business dinner um, one day in my suit and tie in my old days when I actually had a real job. And we were at this business dinner with like 10 people all just super dressed up. And of course I get a strawberry, everybody's drinking and I got a strawberry daiquiri and I'll be damned if the waiter <laughs> didn't knock the whole thing over on me. Oh God. I mean, it hit from my tie all the way down. I, and oh, it was a red yeah, strawberry a daiquiri. That red, doesn't stain yeah. at all. No. <laughs> that's what you get for drinking like a girl. If that was scotch, it wouldn't have been that big a deal. <laughs> Two fingers. Who cares? Lesson learned, Glenn. Lesson learned. I know. I got to yeah. drink better, I guess. Um, <laughs> another thing on here. I've never heard of this company. It's Leather Goods from Pup and Pony Company. The oh my gosh, a pup and pony company. This is this is a, a girl who owns her own business and she does a little bit of distribution for other brands too, but these leather goods are kind of her thing. Um, and so she actually sent us some uh, some stuff to try out and it was it's so cute because you can get a halter with like the stitching and then the padding that's a different color, and then you can get a collar for your dog that matches. Um, and it's 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 all like really good leather quality and like just really good for the, she has all different sizes, obviously. So I got the very smallest size for my little chihuahua, uh, but she's got like, I think Jessica Payne ordered one too. And she has like a big lab. So she's got a whole bunch of different sizes, but um, yeah, I just like, this was another one that we kind of had been able to test out this year. And I was just really, I thought it was so cute how everything matched. Yeah. It so, looks like good quality stuff. Yeah. It's good quality. Yeah. I think that's the hard thing. You know, sometimes this leather stuff, you don't, you know, you get the the cheap leather or the stuff that, you know, you can just kind of buy anywhere, but this stuff kind of really sets itself apart. So I was really impressed with it. All right. What's the worst gifts you guys have gotten? What's the worst horsey gifts that you've gotten? Oh, my parents are really, bless their heart. They're really like horse ignorant. So they really don't care about horses at all. Um, and so the only horse related thing I've ever gotten from them is a, and mind you, I was like 30. It's not like I was a kid when I got this. It was a, a little toy horse that the, you, you know, like the little figurines that you buy, not even the briars, but like the little tiny oh, ones that you the buy at ones. like the craft yeah. store. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally what they gave me as one of my Christmas gifts one year. There was no like gag gift. Haha. When I opened it, it was like, 
yeah, we just thought it, you'd like it. <laughs> I was like, thanks. I'll put this Did it have like real hair? No, <laughs> it was just all plastic. Like, you know, the figurines that like you see at like the tractor supply store. Like, oh, yeah. Cra- yeah. yeah, it was. Because <laughs> like, Jamie's still happy with briars. You get her a briar. Yeah, she's no, no, still no, happy. A briar, yeah. briar, that's totally different. This was like the thing you pick out for like $3 at the, out of the toy bin at the store. <laughs> uh, here's, the, here's the thing about when your parents buy you something and clearly they're not horsey. And I mean, my dad and his wife, like, they, you know, they've never even tried it by anything horsey. But then well, last year, maybe a couple years ago, they, I think they went to like a an auction or something, a, a rummage sale that had a bunch of horse stuff and they picked up a bunch of horse stuff and I'm like, you know, you get it and it's like clearly a Tennessee walking horse. And you're oh like, gosh. that is not what I do. Or you get something that's <laughs> cowboy themed and you're an English oh, rider or you right. get some horse jumping something and you ride Western. Right. You know, like, no, just talk, just talk to me about what I do. Yeah. Just ask me. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing is it's like, I've been doing this for how many years guys. And like, you still don't know. And it's like, if I played football, you'd know what I did. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So that, that's, um, that's where it comes from for me. I've I'm already, a little bitter apparently. Yeah, apparently. I've already yeah. said this on the show once today, hashtag mommy issues. Uh, yeah. Hashtag mommy issues and daddy issues with Christmas. Seriously. Like just <sighs> pretend to care. Pretend. Although but I tell you to, what, to, this is why we have this gift guide is because that's why I wrote these is because it's, you know, it's for horse people, but it's also for horse people to send to their families that are like, hey, here's a list of everything you could buy me. <laughs> you know, I drink. I need red wine remover because of hashtag mommy issues. Yes, buy this that, <laughs> you know, Jemmy's on here. She's not a horse person. I don't think that this whole parents buying stuff that the kids going, what is exclusive to horse people? I think that just happens in not. general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never happened to you, Jemmy? No. no. I, I'm I'm always spot on with my gifts. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but my parents, to me, however, yeah, not so much. <laughs> See, it happens everywhere. Yeah. Everything <laughs> that has to do with horses is not the Kentucky Derby. Just no, so no. you guys know. Yeah, that's right. You know, or the rodeo. No, we don't want a t-shirt with a horse painted on it either. <laughs> or the Hair rodeo. That rodeo is another cool. one. Yeah. Oh, no, here's the worst. <laughs> I sent my parents to a Yanni concert because they love Yanni and they brought, they got while they were there for me, a t-shirt with Yanni's face on it. <laughs> I sent you guys to the concert. I didn't were need they the thing. the only ones at that concert? <laughs> <laughs> Yanni oh threw God. the t-shirt out. Those tickets were not $400 each. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's oh, funny. With your face on it, that's awesome. Do you know? I mean, like, I made that bad purchase. I have a t. I had a t-shirt with Shania Twain's face on it, but no. I was like fourteen. <laughs> you okay, can also so. bring that back now, though, and it would be cool. Dude, I would totally wear that. But like, right, you could wear it ironically. It would be so Yanni cool. be cool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I don't know about that one. <laughs> could you get away with Ava now? Probably. Yeah. 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 Ava's probably good now again. It was dead like there for a while, are, but. I feel like we're regressing as a country, so we might as well bring all the fashion back. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you're in Rolling Stones, you've been good forever, and that never went out. Yep, you were were fine. Uh, (laughs) Yanni t-shirt with his face on it oh my god i wouldn't even recognize that i'd be like i really will take a picture and send it to you you really should (laughs) i want to see this hey talk about throwbacks guess where we're going to see next month here in ocala 
at the what? theater. We're going to see Gallagher. Do you guys even remember Gallagher? Uh, he is still no. going. He is still alive. <laughs> it's like he's coming. He's the guy that crushes watermelon. Watermelon. That's right. He's the guy that takes the sledgehammer to everything, and he oh. is apparently still swinging it. At he's got to be seventy-five. I mean, he's got to be. Oh my gosh. So we're going. I love going to crush the watermelon. Yes. <laughs> He can't even hold the sledgehammer. We saw say, him literally 30 years ago, and he's still doing the same act. Um, Do you guys love, I, I don't know if you all have this experience too, if there's any casinos around you. I love driving down the road and looking at the casino <laughs> billboards and For seeing just what acts are going to be in the concert at the casino because oh they will literally be like... You you live in California. You see it because between Arizona and California, there's all those billboards, and you're like, yeah. oh my god, he's still going. Yeah, yeah. They, we had like Clint Black a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, there's others that I'm I'm blanking on now. Like oh, some really older bands and artists that you're like, wow, they really need money. <laughs> they that they must be on a walker up there on that stage singing that song. Oh my gosh! By yeah, the way, Gallagher's seventy two. What? Oh, yep. <laughs> he is 72 years old, still doing that? He's still act. doing it. He still doesn't have any hair on top either. He still looks the same. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get rid of that. Talk about longevity for your career, man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what a cool job. All he did was smash shit. I mean, oh, sorry. I mean, that's true. <gasps> Trash mouth. <laughs> I owe a dollar to the Do you guys have a swear jar? Yeah, I owe a dollar. Uh, I cannot believe that he's still doing that. That to me is shocking. And what's more shocking is you paid for that. Yes, ticket. I did. And do you know how much the tickets cost? Oh, oh I want, I'm ready to hear this. Twenty five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't more than that. No, it's twenty five uh, bucks. How much did they used to be? I guess like did they did they used to be really hard to get or really oh, high? Oh my demand? god, Jemmy just sent us by Skype the picture of the Yanni shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> I told you. It's a real thing. Look at that mustache. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, somebody post that immediately. But... You gotta put that on our horses in the morning page. Best gift ever. <laughs> Do you know what's concerning me right now? Don't put it on Facebook. My parents will see that. <laughs> What's concerning me is how handy you have that. <laughs> Wait, that didn't take you very long to find it. Do you have? Hey, I know I have a I have an unused T-shirt drawer. It was in there, not hard to find. <laughs> how many unused T-shirt? Never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> well, this show is totally off the rails, and that's what usually happens when Sally stops by from Heels Down yeah, Happy Hour. You guys have an announcement. <laughs> you have an announcement too that I just got confirmation of of who you your pregnant? guest is going to be for Radiothon. Oh, am I allowed to say? Yes, I think I got yeah. it this morning. So, yay! Well, we're going to have Lainey Asker on our hour. <laughs> oh my God, she's like does the best clinics ever. Okay, she's so like cool. yeah, she's. I'm so excited. She's going to be in Arizona now, for Lainey... a clinic soon too. So I'm going to go doesn't like the party so i'm sure she'll just be dry and boring during your uh, hour she, you know she has like no personality no. so it was a little bit like i was a little <laughs> against the decision but you know i was putting on my excitement for you guys <laughs> okay laney is doing that clinic in arizona you're right and one of my students little abby i think is riding in it but i love you've got to go to elisa wallace's facebook page and i'll have to share this she posted a picture of laney in like yes. cold weather gear yes. and then 
And Lainey, of course, like always looks fabulous. She's wearing this beautiful like ice cream jacket yeah. and like supermodel clothes and hat and everything. And then Elisa posts Lainey Asker. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> and me. And it's like, you know, her with like the pull down trucker cap with like the earmuffs <laughs> attached. And she's like covered in goo. And it's just awesome. The picture was great. So we'll have to post that too. Funny. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, I'm super excited. I was totally kidding. Lainey is the best. She was actually on our live show our live heels down happy hour that we recorded at the Kentucky three day event in April. Um, and that was really fun and she had so much fun with us. So I'm really excited to have her back on to hang out with the girls. I think that'll be fun talking about the holidays. Yeah. And, and, it, and if listeners remember, right, we followed her mom and her mom was on the show a number of times when she was making the cross country ride. Oh, that cross country ride. Yeah. That was so cool. Her mom was on the show many times during that cross country yeah. ride. So, uh, that's fun. So we're really getting the uh, guests lined up and nailed down, and it'll be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a blast to have you guys on board. They're going to be in the 7 o'clock hour. They're leading the party into the evening, as you do at happy hour. And then we're going to end the party with with Leslie and uh, and, uh, Kristen and... Jamie and I and the whole gang, Wendy and everybody's going to be there in the last hour just having fun. So, Oh, it's going to be great. <clears throat> it should be a good time. Well, thank you so much, Sally. Where can they find the podcast and the magazine? So you can go to HeelsDownMag.com. You can find all the goodies there. All of our latest podcast episodes are also on your favorite podcast app. Um, and then our Heels Down Holidays gift guides will be coming out every day this week on HeelsDownMag.com as well. And it is a great idea. It's a great idea then to send people there to uh, to to find the uh, the gifts for Christmas that are approved. Yeah, exactly. Uh, approved, easy to easy to see why somebody would like them, and there's something for everybody's budget, so it's really nice. And if you want to see Gallagher, just come to Ocala next month. He'll no, be- I don't. <laughs> Not at all. I'll check out the, I'll check out the Yanni, too. Yeah, Yanni's time. probably around, too, in Christmas, so you can check Yanni out. By the way, your face in that picture, Demi, is a classic. It's a classic. Again, why did you have that so handy? I think she was wearing it. That's why it came to mind. Yanni. How old's Yanni? I'll never Yanni's got to be old, again. too. I mean, he's got to be. Hang on, I'm Googling. All right, you Google Yanni. Now you got to be curious. How much? You're going to Gallagher. He's like 112. <laughs> Seriously. You can't even say anything. All right, Spain, Thanks, Sally. Everybody have a great day. <laughs> Thanks, All right. Sally. Thanks, guys. Tomorrow we have, uh, what do we have tomorrow? We have the fox hunting episode. It's their second one, and uh, I think you're going to cool. enjoy that, so stop by. Even if you don't know much about fox hunting, they really try and help you out with uh, kind of fox hunting 101 in their interviews. They keep things very simple for, for people wanting to try fox hunting, and I know a lot of you do. And then Friday, really bad ads, but remember, we're starting a little bit late on Friday because we have a very important interview to do. So we'll see you about 10.15 on Friday. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Love you, mean it. Have a good day. I can't even name a Yanni song. Couldn't either. For the record, neither can I. (laughs) But you have the shirt. (laughs) And that was like $40 shirt probably, too. What a waste of money.